All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk with breaking news. Jeff Jordan putting on his headset so he can hear me say it's cold outside. It's 33 degrees. <laughs> I, I just looked a few minutes ago. Well, and the rain takes a few more degrees off that as far as, far as to feel good, right? Oh, there you go. Okay. Whatever right. you say. It doesn't matter. It's 29 degrees. I, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't, I don't know what it is. I'm guessing it's not breaking news. I, I, I suppose most everybody knows that by now. It's been a really mild fall, that being said, uh, all the way through. And, and I think uh, high school football has been rarely affected by bad weather, cold weather at all. And I think this Friday is supposed to bounce back a little bit and should be. I say Friday, like that, that's when everybody plays. Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the Blue Cross Bowl. Uh, hopefully, the weather's going to be pretty good. I think the temperatures are might touch fifty at some point during the day, and and there are day games. There's an eleven o'clock game um, every day, I guess. You'd agree with this, I think. If <clears throat> if you got weather in the even in the thirties, but it was no rain, no real big wind, so forth. You take that at this time of year, wouldn't you? Yeah, sure. I mean, that's, I, I, that's kind of expected. Yeah, you, you can take a blanket. Of course, you got gloves and a hat. And well, little, players don't get to do that. A little Not layer. <laughs> well, if they're layered up, I mean, you, you can certainly layer up, and you'll be all right. I'll tell you what. Oakland really put on a show Friday night. Uh, they played Maryville seven straight years in the semifinals. I think I heard – Someone tell me that Maryville's been in the semifinals 21 straight years. I don't know if that's true or not. I know they've been in 35 of the 51 years that we've had the playoff system. 35 times they've been to the semifinals. Last year's score was surprising because Oakland got shut out. It, was, it wasn't it was a big, big score, but Oakland getting shut out was surprising. The year before was a bit surprising because Oakland you know, knocked Maryville for a loop, and they did it again on Friday night. And It, it was just a no-contest no game, yeah. It, it really was. I, I, I thought uh... – uh, well, I, I felt like that it would be maybe as many as four touchdowns, I thought. And when I heard that Oakland had a player out hurt, Stevenson, is that his name? I think so, yeah. Um, I thought, well, maybe – and he, he does everything for them. I thought, well, maybe, you know, two to three touchdowns. But, uh, boy, it was – I mean, they went right after them. I and mean, they – Oakland showed no mercy – the first drive was just uh, men among boys. I mean, they just rolled right over them and really should have scored again, as you know, within four or five minutes of that, did not. And that all that did was prolong the pain because the next time they touched it, they did score. And uh, uh, so it, it was really, really, although we didn't know it necessarily, it was over with pretty quick. Well, as we said three years ago, Two years ago, I guess it would be. Oakland did 
fairly much the same thing. And then yep. next year, Maryville bounces back and wins. So I don't think we put the stake in the in the demon yet. Oh no! Oh no! They'll be right back. Uh, uh, there's no question about that. I, I think they. But that's got, for another year. Yeah, that's that's. They've not, got Brentwood to take care of now. Ron Crawford, a, a well-known person here in Murfreesboro, assistant coach with Riverdale for some years, and uh, has been at Brentwood now several. And had great success. First time they've been in the state finals, though, in I think what 20 years or something. It's been a while. Well, he was the coach, and and he left there and went to uh, Cleveland. And then and then came back to Brentwood. I don't know the particulars on that or why that was, but that's, that's what the man did. And he's he's had them. They're they're a competitive, very competitive football team, and they'll be com- very competitive. I would think against Oakland on this Saturday night. We need to take our first break. We'll come back and uh, expand on that. Eight nine three fourteen fifty is the Exit Realty Bob Lemon Associates hotline. If you'd like to give us a call, we'll be right here. We all know November is Men's Health Month, so Low T Center is offering a $49 comprehensive health assessment and a $49 home sleep assessment to determine if you have sleep apnea. Low T Center's health assessment provides a complete screening, checking all of your levels, including your prostate, cholesterol, testosterone, and so much more. Low T Center is concierge medicine exclusively for men. Call 615-603-3542 or book online at lowtcenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. In the South, we We've perfected the art of connection. In fact, we can make an instant connection with simple things. A guitar and microphone, a great meal, a Friday night football game. So when First Bank enhanced our digital banking connection, we created it from our banking model to be accessible, direct, and personal. Silicon Valley knows apps, but we've learned a thing or two about connection. Get a great mobile banking app with the real connection of community banking. First Bank, member FDIC. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, and this is Lenny Farmer, Funeral Pre-Planner for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. I know, I know, you have a lot of questions concerning how to plan for those final days. It can be stressful, but it doesn't have to be as stressful and won't be when you get your questions answered way in advance. That's what I'm here for. Call me with any questions you have about your personal funeral needs. With 25 years of experience in this industry, I can help you put your questions to rest. Call me at 615-893-2422. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the Law Offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. A huge week of MTSU and local high school sports coverage, hoops, and football. Yes, we've got high school basketball tonight, 5.50 airtime, as the Oakland Patriots and Lady Patriots take on Mount Juliet. 5.50 for the airtime, girls game at 6, boys at 7.30. Middle Tennessee basketball as they host Murray State on Wednesday night at 6. The Lady Raiders in action versus Belmont on Thursday at 6. We'll also have at WGNSRadio.com, MTCS hosting community. 
Friday night, we've got a re-airing of last Friday's semifinal football game with Maryville in preparation for Saturday night's coverage of the Blue Cross Bowl, Class 6A championship game between Oakland and Brentwood. 6.30 airtime, 7 o'clock kickoff, and coaches shows return Saturday morning. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff, I've got to answer the question that I raised myself, and I answered it pretty close. Brentwood won its only state appearance in 2002. They won the state championship. The only time they've been there, and it was 18 years. I said about 20, so I'm pretty close. Coach Crawford, I, he hadn't been there that long at that point. Um, he was with Riverdale on two different runs and uh, was also at Coffee County for a couple of years. Um, and then he ended up as a head coach at, at Brentwood, then left there, went to Cleveland. I don't remember how long he was at Cleveland, but then he came back to Brentwood. Let me test your knowledge just a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. i got to do this. I don't know. This, the playoff system started in 1969. In that is State correct. Tennessee. So that means that's 51 years we've had that. We've had eight teams that have been in the semifinals 10 or more times. I've named one, Maryville, at 35. <laughs> they've, they've been there the most. Name a, a couple more. I'm sure you can come up with two or three more that have been in the semifinals at least 10 times in that 51-year period. The semifinals. Semifinals. Are better. Final four. Are better. Yeah, final, final four. Final four. Now, we're talking about just 6A? No, 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 no. We're talking about State of Tennessee. Because back in the 70s, Jeff, there weren't a 6A. That's correct. Well, certainly Riverdale and Oakland have both been there that many times. Uh, in the final four? Only Oakland. Riverdale's not listed. Okay. But Oakland is. Oakland's been there. As bad as I hate to say it publicly, Brentwood Academy definitely has been there. Uh, oh, no, I'm not going to pay more attention <laughs> to your list because I know that's right. <laughs> Let's see. It doesn't say private or public. Uh, I, I'm, I'm with you at Brentwood Academy for sure. Uh, South Pittsburgh, Alcoa. Drowsdale County's probably on there, aren't they? Oak Ridge, Milan, Lake County, and Pearl Cone. Surprised me that Pearl Cone would be there 10 times. 10 times in the final four in. 51 years. Correct. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Brentwood Academy surely got to be there. Yeah. Well, I, now, of I, course, I, they've only had the Division Two for the last, what, six or seven years. Right. So it's been a little different. Maybe. I, and I don't know that, that uh, clearly, since we didn't have any schools, we didn't have any schools in most of those divisions for years and years. I mean, Eagleville Middleton Christian School – didn't even have teams. Sure. Uh, and we had some people in 5A, but uh, or 4, 4A it would have been. But um, I, So I didn't keep up with Pearl Cone or any of those people. I, I don't really know. Jeff, just some ticket information for those that need to make the Blue Cross Bowl for any of the nine games. Three on Thursday, three on Friday, and Oakland plays the final game on Saturday of the nine championship games. Uh, the best way to do that is just go to – TWSAA.org, and uh, you'll see the page come up and go down to just where it says Blue Cross Bowl kickoff, and it's got a big place that says purchase tickets. Tickets have to be purchased in advance. 6,000 is the capacity, and it will be emptied between games. So the uh, those that kind of set up their tents like Ray Hughes used to do, 
<laughs> and you know, just stay all day. I, I, they may have an exception. They they may have some little. I don't know. It says they're going to clear the stadium. So let's just. But you need to buy your tickets in advance if you're going to go, for sure. Okay, and I have my ticket for Saturday night. So. Is it a ticket ticket or is it one of those phone things that you hate? <laughs> I, I did not get this ticket. I just I just have the ticket. Let's just leave it. Uh, at Oakland that. Brentwood played uh, on the fly about a month ago. Right, the game was not scheduled. Both teams had opponents that could not play because of COVID. They both wanted to play. Ended up playing each other. Now they're playing for a state championship. Oakland won that one big, big, big. It was at Oakland. Mistake by Ron Crawford, or is that something to learn from or play off of, or what do you what do you read into that? Well, I think first of all, it it says a lot of, of for for Coach Crawford. I, yes, I agree and, with that. And, and I only know what I heard on TV, so I haven't talked to Coach Crawford, so I do, I do not know. But they said on TV that when that game became available, that date became available, which was just that weekend before. Sure, right? yeah, it happened within that, days. That he called Oakland. Okay. Now, if that's true, and I have every reason to believe it is true, he clearly did not you, – if you want to win a football game or you want to be assured you're going to win a football game, you do not call Oakland. <laughs> yeah, they, Oakland I mean, didn't give me any phone calls this No, this the phone never rung. <laughs> but it did ring once. You think the AD had to say – what? Would they have a good connection here? Are you really wrong, Crawford? <laughs> I would say that he he wanted his players. Uh, he wanted to play the best. Yes. And he wanted to get better. And he thought he could get better by playing the best, which is generally true. I would agree with that. Now, sure. maybe he over – well, clearly he did overreach that night, clearly. But I would, I would say he found out a great deal. Maybe he didn't want to know everything that he found out, but he did find out a great deal. And uh, and I admire him for doing that, and I admire Coach Creasy for for agreeing to do it because sure. he had no guarantees either. Sure. Because Brentwood at that time, at least, I think were unbeaten or maybe had lost only one game. I forget. So okay, so Oakland wins thirty-seven to nothing, uh, and that that's it will not be thirty-seven nothing this this time. Sure. I, I don't know what it'll be. I don't have any idea, but uh, but uh, Oakland clearly has the horses and the depth, and they're pretty much injury free. They, they they're hurt at a couple of spots, but they got plenty of depth, and they clearly have got coaching. And gosh, if they don't have confidence now, they're never going to have it. Right. And they, they ought to be ready to go. And uh, I would I would think that that uh, it'll be a good final. It's not a question you and I can answer because we don't study 315 Tennessee TWSWA teams. Right. But I'd be hard-pressed to think anybody in the state has more depth than Oakland has. I would agree with that. I would think that's definitely true. And I would think Brentwood, uh, which, which are, uh, <laughs> frankly, although I know COVID has, has put a, a curse on everything, um, but, and, and it's hard to compare teams th- this year, and so many of them didn't even play. Um, so we don't maybe know as much as we have known before. Yeah. But I would say that Brentwood has one – I think they have one thing that they're really going to have to do if they're going to beat Oakland. And I don't think they will beat Oakland. But if they're going to seriously try, and they will, I would think that ball control on the ground, would, that's what they've got to do. If they can control the football and control the clock 
and make Oakland play faster and don't don't give them the possessions that they normally get, they'll have a chance. Well, that's uh, that's easy for me to sit here and say that, but it's going to be hard to do. Well, they'll have to play pretty much mistake-free, not only from the standpoint of fumbles yes. and turnovers and interceptions and that kind of thing, but they need to stay away from pass interference penalties or – Roughing the passer when you got the third down, you got them stopped, and have that kind of thing happen. They just cannot afford those kinds of plays. And I don't, I don't think that that Brentwood necessarily has a lot of going to line up against you with a lot of superstars either. Uh, I I know they're very, very good. I know they're pretty deep, and I'm certain that they're well coached. But uh, it's just, uh, it just seems like this year. Uh, and the pandemic has has d- done a lot of this. Yes. But th- this year, it just seems like that Oakland is is looks like to me that they have the best team in the state. Clearly, and um, we'll I guess we'll find out Saturday. Well, for those that choose not to go to Cookville or can't go to Cookville or whatever and want to watch the game, it'll be on television, which is a nice thing. All nine games, I think, Jeff, are on TV. I believe they are. Yes, and uh, I'm I'm quite certain that Brian Barrett will be there. And, can't tell you the channel, but even uh, at this point in time in most people's television lives, it doesn't matter what the channel is because we don't know where. It, where to find Channel 5 anyway, because on Comcast or on YouTube TV, where I'm at, there are no numbers anymore. Oh, I know you. Well, we got to take a break. Yeah, we got to take a break. We got to, we'll listen to Chipper uh, and get the latest on Blue Raider news, and there's plenty of it. Football news, basketball news, and other news. We'll take a break and come right back. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. Good afternoon. Really not too bad on the interstate as far as accidents. Now, we have seen quite a bit of radar up and down I-24 as you continue into Coffee County this afternoon towards Manchester. It's stopping a lot here up and down Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Last Cassius Pike going outbound is picked up as well. To cater your next holiday party, call Prince's Hot Chicken or simply go online, princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time travel. WGNS is honored to be this year's Luther Award recipient from the Tennessee Radio Hall of Fame for Community service. We are humbled to receive this prestigious award. Thank you for letting us be your good neighbor station. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. But why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. 
It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. It is now time for Chip Walters in the Blue Raider Insider Report. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's get you up to date on where things are with Middle Tennessee football and basketball on both the men's and women's side as we stand today. To do that, let's turn the clock back to last Friday afternoon. And at 5.30 last Friday, we were first to announce right here on this segment that Middle Tennessee's game with FAU had been canceled. Uh, the announcement was that the uh, due to COVID-19 cases, contact tracing and injuries within the Blue Raider program, the Blue Raiders will work with Conference USA on future scheduling possibilities. Yes, they did. Well, the Blue Raiders were scheduled to kick off at Floyd Stadium uh, Saturday afternoon in a nationally televised game. The two schools, uh, you know, had played each other for years and years, and that game still may be played. Who knows? Right now, you know, it is a week-to-week proposition, but uh, interestingly enough, you know, when that game was canceled, the uh, CBS television trucks were there. Everything was set up, ready to go. Uh, and, and when this came down late Friday afternoon, they were they packed up and they were gone by before midnight. And uh, there was no, no no sign that they had actually even been there. I'm talking about CBS, that is. So the uh, Blue Raiders again working with Conference USA to schedule something ahead. Yesterday afternoon, again announced uh, in a late uh, afternoon announcement that the Blue Raiders will be hosting UAB this coming weekend, uh, and it will be on Sunday afternoon at 1.30, uh, kickoff uh, for the Blue Raiders and the UAB Blazers. The uh, Blue Raiders and Blazers have met eight times in football before with the series tied at four apiece. This will be the first meeting between the schools since 2018 when they met twice. The Blue Raiders were winners uh, in the regular season finale against UAB. And then the very next week, the Blazers came back and knocked off middle 27-25 for the Conference USA Eastern Division Championship. So it uh, – that is what is on the table now for football. What lies ahead? Well, we keep keep hearing a lot about uh, Middle and Charlotte possibly playing on the 12th, but Charlotte was supposed to be playing uh, Western Kentucky, 
and that would be tomorrow morning. But as of this afternoon, that game has now been canceled because of COVID-19 cases within the Charlotte program. So uh, they are now supposed to play FIU this weekend. We'll see if that game uh, comes off. Now, basketball. Middle Tennessee's women, they have been uh, shut down due to COVID-19. They are scheduled to play Belmont on Sunday, but it appears that that game may not be played uh, in Murfreesboro. More to come on that schedule. It would be an afternoon game on Sunday. Men's basketball. They have a game with Murray State coming up on Wednesday night. The Blue Raiders looking for their first win after going 0-2 in Florida. Murray State got had their season opener yesterday, and they beat a team called Greenville by a score of 173 to 95. Yeah, that's right, 173 to 95. Also, the Blue Raiders are scheduled to play Chattanooga on Sunday. That game will be moving until after the football game uh, sometime. They have not uh, pinned down the exact tip time on that one. But that's what's kind of looking ahead as far as Blue Raider athletics coming up this week. All right, that's it for Monday. A lot of stuff to cover right there. We'll hopefully clear it up even a little bit more when we talk to you tomorrow. So be take care of yourself and be good to each other. Thanks, Chip. Uh, Jeff. Yes. It's just it's just a crossword puzzle. <laughs> you yes, know, it is. when, what, and whatever, and and none of it's for sure until you see the ball going in the air, and even then they might pull Charlie Brown or, or Lucy and pull the ball away. Well, we. <laughs> We have had games where the teams were warming up yeah, and didn't play. Well, it really makes it tough for the fans, it, tough for the players. I don't want to be little players and coaches. That's They're the ones out there practicing every day, want the chance to play, need the chance to play, deserves the chance to play, so I get all that. But from a stand, fan standpoint, Jeff, there's got to be more than a few that have just thrown up their hands, not just here in Murfreesboro, middle, but a lot of places said, forget it. Uh, you know, I, it's just too much – too much trouble to try to figure out if we're going to play or not, and I don't want to drive 200 miles for a ball game that may not get played, and so forth, so on. So, I think there's a lot of let's just move it along. Basketball's not going to get any better. We've already seen that happen, uh, and uh, we've had it happen in our schools here already, and it will happen more. I didn't think we'd make it to the Blue Cross Bowl. I'll tell you the truth, honestly, I didn't think we would do that, but we have. Well, we're two days away from doing, three days away from making that happen. I think it will. Basketball state championships, Jeff, I don't know if we can limp through the season or not. I just don't know. Well, I don't know where to go with all of this. I, I, have, to, I have to say this, I, and I, I want to I be really clear here. I, I appreciate what, what Middle Tennessee has, has, is and has tried to do with their football season, trying to save it, even though we're, not, we're not very good and we know we're not. Our basketball, which is just in the in the infancy of trying to save that, I appreciate everything that they have done and are trying to do. Um, uh, evidently, we're not going to be able to play Charlotte. Uh, we're going to we've we've picked up UAB in a game that means absolutely nothing. They're going to play on a Sunday afternoon where most people, including myself, I hate to admit it, will be watching the Titans on TV. Yeah, and um, uh, I, I I just. Um, it, it just—I I do appreciate what they've tried to do. I might—I might point out now also that if I was really wanting to gripe and moan and groan, well, we swapped one reason that I bought season tickets. One reason for football 
was to see the Raiders play Virginia Tech. Sure. Well, I swapped that for Troy, right? And then got totally embarrassed by yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we go down there and beat Troy down there on their field. I'm, uh, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure that the swap was an even swap. <laughs> <laughs> but they tried and are trying, and 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 I appreciate that. I I think we've only begun to see because we have so many basketball teams. We've only begun to see the the. Uh, Swapping that's going to go on here in the next four months. Well, it's it's hard to imagine if you've got something in COVID on a basketball team that everybody can't be affected by it. Right. And in football, if you got ten players affected by it, you theoretically could go on and play. Right. You're depleted. Uh, no question that uh, uh, Baltimore, not Baltimore, the Indianapolis Colts were were hurt by that this past Sunday, but they played. But in basketball, Jeff, if that happens, you just can't play. I don't think. Right. Well, and as somebody pointed out to me at dinner last night, well, the, the Titans got theirs out of the way early. Sure. But they were hurt. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and they were. And if you looked yesterday, what's that poor kid at Denver? They just threw him to the wolves. That poor boy, I felt so sorry for him. He looked like a middle schooler, first of all. But that was because of the people he were playing with were 6'9 and 300 pounds. But, I mean, he had no idea and admitted it. That he really didn't know what to do. He had met all night, uh, with with uh, and half the day with the coaching staff trying to figure out what to do. Now, my grandson did ask me, "How do you get all three quarterbacks in quarantine at the same time?" <laughs> Was it four four quarterbacks? Everybody that ever played. Well, okay, I don't I don't know how you do that. Did, did they not have a girl soccer player that could I, play? I don't know. I I don't know. And by the way. By the way, I, 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 I shouldn't have made light of that at all. I'm not going to – I really shouldn't even comment. I am delighted that this young woman, uh, who is a championship soccer player. Absolutely. I'm, Class act all the way. Absolutely. Like. She, she was terrific on television, and she said all the right things. And I'm delighted that she got a chance to, to do what she did, okay? Now that I've said that, if you watch the kickoff, she intended for that ball to go about 35 yards. Sure. That was clear the way she kicked it. Secondly, Vanderbilt's got 50-some-odd players. Now, are you telling me that none of them had ever kicked off before? Ever? In high school or college? Never? They went and got a girl from the soccer team? Okay. I'm glad they did. It it made good news for Vanderbilt. I don't think think kicking off was was the issue. Her job was to kick extra points and field goals. Well, that which, wasn't a problem. <laughs> and that wasn't a problem either, as it turned out. And I hate it for I yeah. hate it for her. I really do. I do too. And she did say the, that in the post game. You know, the, the kickoff was nothing to write home about. She had uh, what three seconds of the, the clock even start? I guess one second. One second. Right. Officially on the clock. Right. To, to, to do that. So I wish she'd have gotten a chance to kick a field goal or extra point. I do sure. too. And uh, but I, I say this evidently. Uh, and I didn't see the beginning of the game, so evidently Vanderbilt did not kick off to begin the game. I correct. Get, okay. Correct. So this was her only chance. Only chance. Maybe. Turned out it was her only chance. But Coach Mason, who's no longer with us, <laughs> much to my surprise, uh, he he uh, he he gave her he gave her that chance, and I'm delighted she got it. Jeff, we got to take a break. We, we do get out of here at uh, ten minutes till six because of Oakland at uh, Mount Juliet game. I say at Mount Juliet. I've got that wrong too. Host Mount Julia. Yeah, I've been corrected already that the Brentwood game and Oakland game was played in Brentwood, which is fair because I I wasn't sure. Do, have this we, one is at Oakland. Have we said only the boys game? Oh, okay, go ahead. There's no girls game. 
Only the boys game, and they're going to play it at, at 6 o'clock. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9. This portion of All Sports Talk brought to you by First Bank. Offices across the state of Tennessee. There's one in Dixon. I told you that last week, I guess. And there's one in Murfreesboro, for sure. I think there's about another one or two fixing to come in. First Bank. Great people. Great banking. Jeff, you you wanted to go through the full Blue Cross Bowl schedule, so do that real quick while you're at it. Uh, I'll give you the two scores in just 6A, and we'll ignore the rest of them. Uh, But... uh, Brentwood beat Bartlett uh, 24-14, and, and really, you can't say this enough. Uh, Oakland 49, Maribel 7. You just can't say that too many times. Uh, but uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, as the Blue Cross Bowl, uh, six games. Lipscomb versus CPA. Uh, University School of Jackson and Davidson versus Davidson Academy. Macaulay versus uh, Memphis University School. And then uh, 1A, 3A, 5A on Friday. Alcoa versus Milan, South Pittsburgh versus Fayetteville, Oak Ridge versus Summit, and then on Saturday, um, uh, Elizabethan versus Haywood, Meigs County versus Peabody, and and Oakland fourteen and zero versus Brentwood eleven and three. Jeff, how long has Fayetteville been a high school? Uh, it, you know, they, they went full bore Lincoln County for a while. Has it been ten years or, or so? Is that fair enough to say? I think that's probably too many years. Maybe, yeah. Um, it's been six, seven years, and uh, they immediately um, were competitive. I'm not sure they even played football the first year. They may have. Uh, I don't remember. But but they were pretty competitive, and I was told. I never saw them play. I was told that they were well coached, had a lot of speed, and, um, and, and would be competitive in both girls' and boys' basketball, and that has proven to be true. Jeff, we haven't spent any time. We've got uh, about eight, nine minutes left before we go to Oakland and Brian Barrett and the guys for the basketball game. Talking about Middle Tennessee basketball, the ladies have yet to play. Uh, they will play Belmont. I heard Chip say that that game very well may be moved to Nashville. Uh, and uh, the, the men have played twice and lost twice to uh, inauspicious programs such as Omaha and East Tennessee State. Not the start I know that Nick McDevitt or the fans were looking for. I, I didn't. I, I don't remember the final score. Of Omaha. I, I think it one was point. very close. Yeah. yeah. One point. Well, and middle had it. All but had it won. Really. Had a, had a, as I understand it, a three point lead with with Less just a, a few minute. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we got we got beat uh, by um, 
Who'd you just say? I I heard part of that on the radio, and uh, with uh, uh, Chipper and and Kyle Turnham, and it was uh, really close at the half, two two or three points. And uh, Boy made a lot of turnovers and mistakes in the second half, and got beat uh, by about twelve, I think. Um, So we're going to have trouble getting over that hump to be a competitive basketball team. But I believe. I believe it's coming. I, I think I, it's there. I, I certainly hope so. They got, <laughs> got a tall task ahead playing Murray. Yeah. Uh, did you did they hear the score? It was 172 to 95. I mean, think about that, Jeff. I know. I mean, how many touchdowns is that? I don't know, but I don't see how there's enough time in the game to score that many points. I mean, it just seemed like that. Only they, the Globetrotters could do that. They must be handing them the ball when they threw it in bounds. I mean, but they got 95 themselves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's just that's unbelievable. Well, if you had uh, whatever that team was in 75 points, you lost a bet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you surely did. That's right. I mean, think about that a while. Uh, so, well, and, 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 and we're, right now where basketball games are played for middle, doesn't matter. The first two weeks, fans are not going to be allowed in anyway. So, I had, I had somebody ask me a question, or I heard the question on TV. I guess I heard it on TV. And it was about um, – but Vanderbilt, and this was uh, I think before the coach got fired. Uh, and and by the way, if you recall, if the guy just listened to me, he wouldn't even be there, right? He'd be coaching somewhere, making good money, sure. probably in a bowl game, sure. Mason. But anyway, he 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 stuck with it, and it, I mean, he'll get a nice check. But somebody's asked on TV said, if this had if Alabama had been in Vanderbilt's place. And would they have sent Alabama to Missouri or anywhere else to play football? Sure. And he didn't answer the question, but I think I know the answer, and I think you do too. Oh, sure. (laughs) Well, there was a lot of talk at the beginning of the year when the schedule came out. It said clearly by the SEC that Alabama, LSU, Georgia, and Florida got the best of the scheduling of the teams that they didn't already have on schedule for the very idea. Now, they said – not so, but it looks awfully obvious. Now, in LSU's case, it didn't matter. My gosh, you could have bet they could be where they are. But uh, but if you're the conference, don't, don't you really have to do that? I mean, don't you really have to protect your, your top teams? I really? suppose so. Evidently, if, if you do. you're looking at your national 4A, and if money rules, it's, you know, the Tennessees and the Vanderbilts of the world are going to make more money if Alabama is in the playoffs this year. I um I, I want to say too, since we've talked about this over the many years on this program, and I'll say I'll say it again. Um, today, Vanderbilt has the same problems that they had yesterday yeah, yeah, and the yeah, day before, yeah, yeah. and firing Coach Mason will not help one twit. Won't do anything until they go through that athletic department and change some things, and they're not going to do that. They, evidently, they're not. Well, gonna. Vanderbilt. On an even playing field. If their stadium was as nice as everybody else's, their weight room facilities were the same as everybody else's, on and on and on. Even on that, they still have a tough road to hoe playing against the public schools, right? Right. Because there's the, are there 85 really bright football players that want to study as hard as you have to at Vanderbilt <laughs> want to do that? And uh, so they, they mentioned Duke and Northwestern and Stanford that have had some success in their conferences. Those teams are not in the SEC. Jeff, that is big boy football. And Vanderbilt, at its best, is going to be right there in most cases. 
bringing up the rear. And that's where they've been. And that's where they will be. And and they have no chance. I think what you're saying, they have no chance unless they get in there and really start working and put, a, what, a million and a half? I mean, uh, one and a, uh, 15, 150 million is what I'm trying to say. Dollars, and they need a stadium first. Uh, or they need, well, they need a lot of things. Yes, they surely do. And I think um, I was talking to the Q man about this this weekend as we watch football. And I was telling him, I said, the, the one person that came out of this a whole lot better off was Coach Mason. He'll be on the sideline somewhere next year, defensive coordinator maybe. Maybe a head coach somewhere. I don't know whether he would come down a, a level or two. I don't know what his thinking is on that. He'll have a job. If he wants one, he'll have a job. Or he'll have a nice check in his pocket. Well, he's going to have and, both. And he, he, he if he has a job, yeah. he'll have both. The check's coming anyway. That, that is probably correct. And if that's, if that's the case, I would like for Vanderbilt to be better off. I'm a Vanderbilt guy. I'm a middle guy first, but I'm a Vanderbilt guy too, and I, I just I just wish they could solve their problems, but they're not going to do it. I don't know Derek Mason at all, and people that talk like they do, unless you spend a lot of time with somebody you don't know. But I, I would say there are some people, and Derek Mason may be one of them, that look around and say, you know what, being a defensive coordinator is a whole lot better than being a head coach. Uh, you don't make make the same money, but Jeff, if you're at a good job. Defensive coordinator, you're gonna make what? Good Seven, money. Eight hundred thousand, yes. maybe a million. Yes. That's that, that, that's not bad wage, and he's got some in the bank from the head coaching job at Vanderbilt, a good bit of seven years worth. So he, money shouldn't be the thing that decides everything. Uh, there are there got to be people that say I'd just rather not be a head coach anymore. Just let me coach. Let somebody else take that other. I was trying to think back last night at all the Vanderbilt ex head coaches and what had happened to each one of them. And the the ones that that had a great year or two, bowl game maybe, or did very well, six, seven wins, which is a lot of wins at Vanderbilt, are the ones that got fired. You know, what, what, sure. what happened to them? And what happened to them in common was they all left one way or another. Mm-hmm. They were out the door. And – I, I think Coach Mason, uh, at the end of last year, he should have hit. He should have hit the road. He had a chance. He could have gone to Colorado at one point. All right, we got one minute left in the show. Speaking of former Vanderbilt coaches, first time I've seen Jerry Donardo in quite a while. <laughs> I saw him on television. He's doing one of these uh, really? pregame deals with somebody. Uh, you know, they've got five or six on the stage every every one. So he was there. He's aged a little bit. Well, haven't we all? <laughs> but but that guy at one time ruled West End. Yes, and, and went to LSU for it. LSU, that's right. And of course, and he, <laughs> he, he didn't work for his kids right there. Not good. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Mount Juliet boys will be at Oakland boys at six o'clock for the tip off. Five fifty, we're going to have pregame, and that's going to start here in about two minutes, right here on WGNS. Monty in the chair tomorrow for all sports talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.